Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Alicia. I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast where we discuss films that involve queer women and queer female women stories. Yeah. Yes. I've been having a really hard time, and I don't know why, not saying female. I've been really trying Mm -hmm. to adjust that Mm -hmm. because in my head it's like... I don't, sometimes I don't see, like, the distinction yeah. between, like, the biological nature and of it. And that's just social conditioning. Yeah. But you're trying. So, yeah, I'm trying. You'll so get there. if you, if I do it, call me out, please. <laughs> I'm trying to I be mean, better. I mean, it's not like I'm perfect either. I do a lot of things that I'm also trying to stop doing. Yeah. But um, I guess that's a particularly important conversation. Yeah. Because um, the movie that we're talking about today is Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. Um, um, I didn't get the year of this film. Uh, 1999. Okay. Yeah. That's what I and was Content assume. warning, I'm sure you know already, yeah. but literally everything traumatic happens in this movie. Yeah. Like, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult to watch. Yeah. From Any, beginning to end. Yeah. Anything <laughs> transphobic, homophobic, yeah. rape, violence. Mm-hmm. Super violence. Murder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I have to confess, I didn't watch the last scene. I, think I, that's di- fine. I don't have the emotional bandwidth for it. I'm like, I can't do this. No. I read about it, um, and yeah, I watched most of the movie. So, so I didn't. I didn't realize until I watched it that I must have stopped it the first time I watched it mm-hmm. because I didn't remember the end, mm-hmm. the last about ten minutes. Yeah, I would say last. Five, I actually ten like. I scrolled through because you know how when you like cover your mouse over the thing you can, it like, can see, see the, the picture yeah the picture <laughs> so I could tell that it was only in the very last little bit of the movie mm-hmm. that that scene happened but plenty of horrible shit happens before that I would say the last half hour of this movie is extremely hard to get through yeah um because Brandon Tina's story was very similar in the sense that it didn't happen all the atrocities that mm-hmm. happened to her didn't Sorry, him. Um, didn't happen all at once, the Tina thing. So we, yeah. we can um, cut that out. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Um, but everything that happened to Brandon happened over several days. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and out of, like, hospitals, things mm-hmm. like that. And, yeah, man, this is a tragic-ass story. Yeah. And it's based on a true story. Um which got a lot of sensational press at the time. Yeah. And I think a lot of people capitalized on this story who really shouldn't have, Mm -hmm. including the people who made this movie. And I don't know. I was reading an article um, on IndieWire that was like, boys don't cry like 10 years later or whatever. And... Hilary Swank basically took credit for, like, mainstreaming trans issues with that movie. Whoa. At least, I mean, well, the quotes could have been taken out of context, so I'll give it that. But I just was like, really? Because she said something about, yeah, like, before that movie, people weren't really talking about these issues, and I'm really proud to have been part of it. And I was like, yeah, but you're, like, a cis woman, and you're straight, I mean, I can I can kind of see where she's coming from, I but there needs too, to be yeah, an addendum. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> to it's what just she like said. you didn't single-handedly put trans issues on the map. Yeah, <laughs> Hillary exactly. Swank. Sorry, <laughs> Hillary Swank. 
Apparently, she only got paid $3,000 to make this movie. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, the filmmaker. Fucking rough. Um, yeah. Uh, Kimberly Pierce. She was the director, producer. And the writer. And the writer. Yeah. She got really obsessed with Brandon Tina's story while she was like a student at Columbia. I spent most of the time while I was watching this movie reading the long Wikipedia entry about yeah. it because, yeah, it was hard to like watch it. I kind of needed to do something else at the yeah. same time. Um, and there's this article in the Village Voice that was written about him. Um, oh, what was her name who wrote it? Donna Minkowitz. And Kimberly Pierce got really like enamored with the story somehow mm-hmm. and then she watched the documentary there was a documentary made yeah, about so him yeah there's a documentary about Brandon Tina yeah. and i i wasn't able to watch it it's something no, that i, I meant- couldn't find it it's, it is on Amazon. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Um, it's something I didn't that look I, that up, obviously. <laughs> it's fine. It's something that I meant to watch, but yeah. I just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to recommend we all watch it yeah. <laughs> and see how it is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know anything about I, it. I just know it exists. I read a lot about Brandon Tina's life through our faithful source, Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot about his story that, like, just couldn't really be told based mm-hmm. on the um, time in which it was focusing on in his mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's true that, like, a movie can only have so much scope. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The woman who wrote the Village Voice article recently wrote another follow-up article. Interesting. Um, I think maybe, I think it was this year, earlier mm-hmm. this year, maybe late last year about what she got wrong in that first article and how it's, like, her biggest regret. But it's still wow. kind of, like... It still kind of rubbed me the wrong way, that article. What about it does she regret? I can't remember. I didn't read it again before. That's I funny. did read it, like, a while ago when it first came out. But mm. she... I just remember her, like, really centering herself in the story and not really centering him. Yeah. And I just was like, why are you still using this person as like kind of just a way to further yourself. yourself yeah yeah I don't know anyway yeah. that's that is very complicated yeah and not, yeah yeah I, <laughs> I and it's no big surprise like. that in the 90s like anyone who was playing a trans character was cis anyone who was playing a gay character was straight like yeah that was the yeah norm, and I'm not usually. saying you can't do that it's just that trans and queer people don't get the chance. Yeah. And apparently, like, during casting, <laughs> there was this throwaway sentence in the Wikipedia article about how Kimberly Pierce, like, looked in the LGBT community for actors and didn't find anyone. I was like, that's <laughs> such fucking bullshit. Are you kidding me? All and these the drama only- queens. I know. <laughs> and the only, <laughs> the only reason she liked Hilary Swank so much was because she looked androgynous enough and then like enough i know right? and there was a whole mention about how she passed as a boy to the doorman at her audition and yay isn't that great i'm just like can we ditch this whole idea of passing first of all yeah i mean the time to period when it takes place is 93 yeah yeah so it was a lot more dangerous to not pass then i guess yeah not that it's not dangerous now still dangerous but yeah i don't know 
this whole thing is just so hard. Like, there's so many layers to it now going back, and mm-hmm. I can see why those that article writer and was someone else as well, like a uh, another take on it. Like Donna ten Mc- years. Oh, yeah, it was, it was the same. It okay. was the same writer. Yeah. Yeah, ten years later, I can mm-hmm. see why someone would come back to it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of what we do here too is like, yeah. does it stand the test of yeah, time? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and obviously, that's always that's kind of a moving target. Yeah. Um, but because ten ten years from now, right. our, You know, it might our uh, opinions might change. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, it's hard for me to say whether or not this film stands the test of time because Mm -hmm. it's someone's actual true story. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, someone's actual death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's hard for me to, like, of course it stands the test of time. Right. I mean, it will never be forgotten. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. (laughs) At least not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the other thing about Kimberly Pierce is that she said a lot of stuff that this is all quoted from Wikipedia, by the way. So take that as you will. <laughs> but um, she said something about how she was smitten with his like imagination and how he could picture himself as a man. That sounds condescending. I know. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, what like, if you not just even, are a man? Like, yeah, I don't know. Not even like to be brave to be yourself. Right. And it almost seemed like she society. didn't understand. She was talking about women who pass as men. That's not. And I was what like it is. that's not what this is. Yeah. So you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of, you know, different um, vocabulary thrown around in mm-hmm. this film and also um, in the Wikipedia source I read about um, Brandon Tina and like he said that he was um, a hermaphrodite um, yeah. his own words um, well in the movie it seems like he's saying that as kind of like a halfway excuse for when his girlfriend finds out mm-hmm. like I think he maybe is trying to I mean I don't know also the in a way ease the situation right, exactly. by saying oh it's not quote unquote my fault I right, was born right. this way you know that thing that yeah. pe- straight people tend to <laughs> they somehow can accept that if you were born this I way <laughs> um, I don't know but I think there's also to be quite honest Brandon is a very simple person Not a, there wasn't a lot of education um, he was kicked out of high school yeah. Three days before graduation. Oh, God. Awful. Um, for um, gender presentation. Yeah. Um, God, it just, it's so fucked up what people do to each other in this country. And, like, the way the system just is so brutal towards anyone who doesn't conform. Yeah. And, of course, in early 90s, the vocabulary that we have now did not exist, and they're still using words like transsexual. Mm-hmm. Um, he even, even has the a, word hermaphrodite is completely out of date. Correct. Yeah. So, like, he thought he might be intersex, or at least he said mm. to people, like, "Oh, I have this condition where mm-hmm. I was born with both parts," but mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, yeah, and but there's I don't no know. way we can know that. Yeah, there's no way. Um, um, yeah. 
and you know, like in the scheme of things, it doesn't matter. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of like how he perceived himself. And it's just so sad that like, I don't know, like there was just no one for him. I mean, well, that's not true because there was Lana, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. who it seems and kind of his really stepbrother. A little bit. I thought that was his cousin. Or cousin, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His cousin, his cousin was there for him in a lot of ways, but also kind of lacked the understanding. Yeah. Which everyone did. I mean, even I did at that yeah. point. Yeah. In the '90s, like I didn't have a fucking clue about anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, I mean, that's another thing is like class in this movie. Yes. All the characters are working class, and. There's a lot of oppression just in that. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting to, is that Brandon comes from a family that um, is probably not Mm well-educated. Brandon doesn't have a high school diploma, doesn't really have a career path Mm -hmm. or skills necessarily, though at some point he does wear a coverall suit for, Mm -hmm. um, which I assume is because he's a mechanic. Yeah. Um, But, which is a fantastic skill to have, yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> oh, I wish I had mechanical skills. Um, but other than that, like, he's a dreamer. He's such mm-hmm. a dreamer. He has he has big dreams of getting away from his life mm-hmm. in Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. where he got into a lot of trouble with the law. Yeah, and, like multiple juvenile offenses for like grand theft auto and. I'm not sure if they forge, if he forged checks there or just in Falls City. Oh, I don't um, know. I didn't. But lots of run-ins with the law mm-hmm. um, to the point where when he goes to Falls City, he's kind of like running away from a court date that he has in yeah. Lincoln. <laughs> he does appear sort of um, in the court. He shows up to the court, but he can't. When they say Tina Brandon, mm-hmm. he can't, he doesn't get up. Yeah. Because that's not his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for some other reason, I feel like he just doesn't, he just wants to go back to Fall City and see his girl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do have a very kind of like beautiful love story. Yeah. It seems like they really are in love with each other. Yeah, I agree. Um, from what I read... Lana Tisdale was really unhappy with her the portrayal of her in this movie. It seems like everyone who was like the real life counterpart to these characters was mm-hmm. really unhappy with how it was made. Um, yeah, Lana's kind of a uh, oh drug addict. Yeah, alcoholic. That's as how a, she's portrayed in the movie, anyway. Yeah, as I a, don't know how she was in real life as a young. Adult mm-hmm. teenager. I'm not really sure how, how old she's. I think to be. she is 19. Okay. Yeah, she remember. was 19 and Brandon was 21. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, at least in real life, I'm pretty sure that's what. Yeah, Brandon was definitely 21. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember the other one, but. Um, but yeah, it does. I guess class is really important because. Um, just like the way like he doesn't have a car yeah to get to and from anywhere he has to like hitchhike or mm-hmm. rely on 
um, the kindness of others to, mm-hmm. get, to get 50 miles yeah. to another place. There's just so little access. Mm-hmm. And that's a systemic problem. Yeah. Um, that has to do with class. Yeah. And it, it's just really tragic because... I don't know. That sounds he, condescending. He also, I read that, and they touch a little bit on this in the movie, he couldn't get the health care that he needed. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they talked about, he was on the phone with his cousin being yeah. like, I can't go to the doctors because all that surgery is so expensive. Like, I can't pay for it. And the cousin was like, you can do it. Right? He was kind of encouraging. Yeah. He was yeah, like, he no, definitely wanted him to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that shit is expensive. Yeah. And it's and, not covered. And he was afraid by of... By most insurance companies. Yeah, and he and definitely not at that point. Oh, yeah. No, um, then I'm sure. And he was afraid of needles, and he's like, I have to get a shot in my <laughs> butt every day. I don't want to do that. And just like, yeah. you know, that like... You know, it almost little, brings out how young he really Yeah, the was. little kid yeah. version in, in yourself, and you're just like, I don't want to do that. I know. <laughs> it's an owie. <laughs> Like, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. You can be a man and not have, quote-unquote, male genitalia. Yeah. Just like you can be a woman. Or yeah. facial hair or right, exactly. anything that. Yeah. But when it was, like, really... I, I mean... When passing was so right, important. Right. And for, for some people, it's really important for, yeah. like, body dysmorphia reasons. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. But... It seems like yeah, not it that seems Brandon. Like he didn't necessarily feel. Well, maybe he did feel that way. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to tell. I don't think Brandon was necessarily happy with his body. Yeah. Um, because well, he didn't he, want Lana to touch him. Yeah. Yeah. I think because, yeah, partially, um, it's not the body that he wants mm-hmm. for her to touch, and also, I don't think, or maybe it was when. Um, Lana does find out. I, I can't remember, yeah. actually. Um, well, they have sex in the car. Yeah. And she's like, I want to touch you because I want you to feel like I feel. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, soon. Yeah. Soon. But not now. Yeah. So. But yeah. I th- at that point, she knows. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because that's when... He gets out of jail. Oh, yeah. She bails yeah. him out of jail. Yeah. And that's when that whole conversation happens because Brandon was put with the women. In right. The, in the prison, in, in the, the jail. Wo- yeah. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, the way that they meet is basically, like, they happenstance come across each other. Um, She's singing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she, um, who was it? Lana's friend Candace mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brandon, like, hangs out with Candace first, I think. Um, And Candace is, is it her husband or boyfriend? Tom. Oh, I couldn't remember. The guy who's played by Peter Skarsgård. Peter Skarsgård is John. John, yeah. Um. Tom, John, whatever. I don't know if that's. Are they together? Her husband, boyfriend, no. Because at one point, he says this really disturbing line about this other girl named Melody. So I think that he's with her or something. Okay. I I got confused. I don't know if there's any familial blood relationship between these characters. Okay. Other than Lana and her mother. Right. Um, It seems like John, played by Peter Sarsgaard, like, 
Way to ruin all the SARS guards for me. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> also, Peter Sarsgaard said some pretty disturbing things about playing this character, how he felt empowered. <laughs> I was like, did you just use the word empowered to describe playing a brutal murderer, transphobic mur- murderer? Because that's fucked up. <laughs> that's so fucked up. Yeah. Um, anyway. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, there, but there seems to be something where, like, John and Lana's mom had a thing. John and Lana also had a thing when she was oh. a young child, like, 13. Um, uh, because, yeah, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, well, Brandon says, like, did you really write him when he was in prison? And she goes, I was 13. Give me a break. Nice. You know? And it's just like, oh, boy. Because I, I wouldn't put it past him. No. To be honest. Oh, like, no. He will... This is not Absolutely his not. first rape. This no. is not his first... Yeah. Um... So I'm sure that was happening. Mm-hmm. And Lana's mom is an alcoholic. Mm. Um, yeah, and she has this weird relationship with Tom and John. Yeah. Saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the thing that, like, Brandon is just so genuine and... <sighs> I like I don't want to say the word simple because that that's fucking rude. But <laughs> um he's so um easily susceptible to peer pressure. Yeah. Especially and I feel like this is a huge part of the trans experience where when you're around um the gender of which you, you know, um identify with you tend to do what they're doing instead of focusing on what you want to do. Yeah. So he would do Although all these, like, I would argue that's kind of everyone's experience, whether you're cis or trans. Very true. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, he's doing some stupid shit, you know, like usually like harmless shit, mm-hmm. um, but very dangerous things yeah. um, with these boys. Bar who, fights. Yeah, who are very, drugs. very... Like, the epitome of toxic masculinity. Oh, my God, yes. And it's kind of, like, corrupting this sweet little boy. Oh. <laughs> that is Brandon Dina. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom and John are really fucked up mm-hmm. individuals. They have a lot wrong with them. Yeah. Um, and they kind of prey on Brandon and try to make him like them. Yeah. And Brandon kind of sees through that pretty quickly. Like, oh, no, that's not really what I want to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's just so hopeful that he will. Yeah. He does seem to have. And we're talking about the movie now. Like, obviously, yeah, sure, we sure, didn't sure, know sure. the real person. <laughs> but um, he seems to have this, like, always this ray of hope within yeah. him. Mm-hmm. That, like, things are going to be okay. Yeah. And that he's okay. Like, no matter what happens, because a lot of really horrible shit happens to him. Yeah. And the world basically completely lets him down. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has Lana, and he has himself. Yeah. And he knows who he is. And I don't know. There's something really, like, beautiful about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Lana, yeah. Lana doesn't care. 
when it no, comes she down doesn't. to it. Yeah. Um, Although the way she says it is kind of weird and messed up. She's like, I don't care if you're half monkey. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, she was like, <laughs> she's like, shut up, that's none of that's none of my business or yeah. you know, I don't care what you are. Yeah. Um, you know, she's truly in love with the person. Yeah. Um but the rest of the crew, you know, finds out because of the paper and Brandon's name is the birth name instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they find some books, some trans books, I think. Yeah, books like about pamphlets, trans things, yeah. Pamphlets and then um, a couple of, like, a docu- court document with um, oh, Brandon's right. birth name on right, it. Right, right. Um, and everyone just starts freaking the fuck out. Yeah, like, they really their, fucking lose it. Like, losing their minds. Oh, my God. And it's just, like... It's scary. yeah. It's super scary, and it's like, how does, how do, the, how do people go from like, I totally love you to, yeah. what the fuck are you? Yeah, in a split second. Ugh. And basically, like everyone but Lana's freaking out about this. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. Then there's there basically the last like thirty minutes is like, sh- violence, mm-hmm. violence, and violence and violence. Yeah. Um, there was another thing I read. I don't know. Do we want to say what happened or not? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, I don't want to say it. It's so terrible. So, um, it happens over the span of a couple days, like I was Mm -hmm. saying before. But, um, once everyone finds out, Brandon and, I'm sorry, uh, John and Tom basically, like, kidnap Brandon, Mm. make him... Uh, they take off his pants, expose his vagina, mm-hmm. um, and take him to an area where they sexually assault him for what seems like hours. Um, bring him back, and Brandon's basically like afraid for his own life, and he says things, at least in the film, like, yeah, don't worry about it. It is my fault. You know, just yeah. trying to, like, get out of the situation alive. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, yeah, don't tell anyone. Um, if you tell anyone, we'll have to silence you permanently. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're kind of, like, saying it like, oh, it's no big, th- no big thing. I do this all the time. Um, and then so disgusting. They have him take a shower so he looks presentable. He gets out of the um, bathroom window, which is that actually did right. happen in real life. Yeah, I remember reading about that. I yeah. didn't watch this part because I just was like, I can't. Yeah, but so I read it. Essentially, he runs away to Lana. Um, Lana's mom freaks out mm-hmm. and like kicks him out. Um, but he goes to the hospital and gets a rape kit done, which is. Um, what actually well, it was happened. that her urging, right? He didn't want to, but she wanted him to. Is that right? The nurse, the nurse no, wanted. No, uh, um, no, Lana. Lana, yeah. I don't, I don't remember, but okay. maybe. That's um, why I read. Like I said, I didn't watch this part. Yeah, he's very hesitant to like admit anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in like police questioning, it takes a really long time mm-hmm. for him to, you know, say the words like "my vagina," mm-hmm. things like that. Did he have to say that? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So, you know, a police report is already given. Mm-hmm. A rape kit has been um, done. And in real life, they lost the rape kit. That does not surprise me one bit. No, not at all. Um, so we don't see any of that yeah. in the movie. Um, 
but then once that gets out that the police are going to question Tom and John, everything was apeshit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically Tom and John decide they have to silence Brandon permanently mm-hmm. and kill everyone else that's involved. Yeah. Like, everyone else that is around. So he is staying with Candace and poor woman as well, you know, just a bystander. And Candace's sister, right? Something Lisa, like maybe. Something like that. Yeah. She um, gets killed. Whoever's in the house basically yeah. gets shot. Except for um Candace's Lana. um toddler as oh, well. Okay. Um yeah, and and Lana. Lana yeah. somehow gets away. That really surprises me. Honestly, yeah, there was a whole thing about how um, one of the guys, John or Tom, accused her of being in on it, and like I don't believe that, I don't believe that either. But yeah, I don't know, and obviously she denied it. Yeah, but um, apparently, if what I read, and it was surprisingly difficult to find information on this, I guess not surprisingly, but there was another man there named uh, what's his name, Philip Devine. Hmm. And he was a black man. I think he was also disabled. Dating Candace's sister, I think. That's okay. why I'm pretty sure. And he was also killed. Yeah, like But he was the left house. out of this movie. He wasn't in yeah, the movie at there's all. There's nothing about. Um, and I couldn't. Him. The only thing I really found about him online, which granted I didn't do like a super deep dive, but was on this website um, that was like Hollywood versus real life or something, where. They had a little paragraph about him, but that whole article, I'll link to it in the show notes, but, like, don't read it, because it just misgenders him the entire time. It misgenders Brandon the entire time, calls him Tina. The whole thing talks about that um, and, like, talks about the mother, like, whether she was in touch with her daughter and stuff, and it's just like, no, why are you doing that? Like, Brandon's mom? Yeah. Oh, that's such bullshit. Also confusing. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> now I'm confused. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> that's Boys Don't Cry, folks. Yeah. Sorry. This movie is really sad. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> there's no, like, happy part of this film. No. Um, Other than, all... I guess, the love story... Yeah. Has some happy-ish parts. Yeah, but then it's all, like, very bittersweet because you know how yeah. it's going to end and it's I just know. tragic as shit. Yeah. Um, this happened before Matthew Shepard, didn't mm-hmm. it? So this is interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it did. It I believe it did because Matthew Shepard, I believe, was in 99 or 98. Oh, but then this happened before. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sorry I, mean, I got confused about time for a second. My Brandon, brain had a blip. Yeah, Brandon Tino was murdered before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got confused because the movie was made in 1990. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, it's so interesting because I feel like I didn't really hear about Brandon Tina in the, you know, LGBTQ sphere, but I did hear about Matthew Shepard. Yeah. Um, it might have also just been because of our ages at that true. point. Like, we were a lot younger. Um, but I do remember Matthew Shepard, and I don't remember Brandon Tina. Yeah. I wonder if it got the same amount of yeah. publicity yeah, and news coverage. Um, yeah. 
maybe, maybe not. Um, but I think this is a solid understanding of what life was like for a trans person in middle America in the early 90s. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. At the very least, one person's experience. Yeah. And boy, was it rough. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) R.E.P. Brandon. Yeah. Um, I would only suggest this movie if you want to see a fictionalized representation of... I would say if you like true crime, I guess. <laughs> but then just watch the documentary. Mm-hmm. That's what I would. Yeah, think. I do want to watch the documentary yeah. because I want to get more of an understanding of Brandon's life, um, more than what the Wikipedia article said. Yeah, um, because he was also like sexually assaulted as a child, things like that. Yeah. And I know that, yeah, he just did not have the best home life. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, you know, delve more into that class issue as well, mm-hmm. because that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And just a disclaimer, like, we're both cis women, so it's like, we can only speak so much to a trans experience. Well, we can't really speak to the trans experience at all. No, but, I can't. <laughs> um, neither can the people that made this movie. So, yeah. So. Yeah. I also want to apologize for any misgendering. Um, I feel like I might have slipped pronouns here and there. Uh, Very sorry. I'm trying to be better at that. I'm usually quite good. I think it's because the microphone's on. (laughs) I'm I'm nervous. (laughs) I think it's just that one in the beginning. Okay. Well, if there are others. I'm not a dick. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but, man. Yeah. This one's rough. Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't recommend it. There you go. Yeah. That's But fine. I would recommend, like, reading about Brandon and Tina. Definitely, if you yeah. like, get some history there. Just be emotionally fortified before you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally fortified. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Whatever Grab makes your you best f- friends. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever makes you fortified <laughs> in this life. Yeah. Walk on the beach. Jogging. Text your best queer. Eating rice. Eating know. rice. Maybe you just yeah. like rice. I love rice. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway. But is rice as gay as artichokes? <laughs> oh my god. Eat an artichoke, steam that bitch. So good. That was a reference to our previous episode. We're so good at this. About Antonia's line. If you want to hear about gay artichokes. Gay artichokes. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening. Sorry this is such a downer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we knew that going into it. Yeah. Um, some of these are going to be real downers. Mm-hmm. I hope We've already had some real downers. We but <laughs> I think, what was the one, the Audrey Hepburn one? Children's Hour. Yeah, that one was a real downer. Yeah. This one's worse. Yeah. I hope they don't get any worse than this. I know. Oh, Yikes. my God. Please no. Spare Please me. No. Um, yeah, we literally planned this a month ago. Yeah. And I... <laughs> like squeezed this movie in this morning before coming here yeah like same i put it off forever and ever yeah i didn't want to watch it so awful yeah Um, don't watch it before you go to sleep oh yeah no bad idea you'll have terrible nightmares and you'll just cry yourself to sleep yeah don't do it nope 
Anyway, please rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Um, you can email us at galpalswatch at gmail.com. Yep, and you can hit us up on Twitter at galpalswatch. And Instagram at galpalswatch. Yep. Pretty easy to find. Consistent with their branding. So find us. <laughs> <laughs> and keep it hella gay! <laughs>